And welcome to Super Brothers Beer Podcast. Number 326. 326. That sounds like something there should be a fact about, is that, Steve? It is. It was the year that Constantius Gallius Caesar, son of Julius Constantius, was born. I'm sorry, could you repeat that, please? Constantius Gallius Caesar, son of Julius Constantius, was born. Very I good. didn't have long to research, <laughs> okay? It's the best I could do. Jeez. Or you could say uh, Forster, second wife of Constantine the First, was executed in that year. Oh, well, they're obviously. I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a good execution. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So as you may hear, there is three of us. There is there's a fourth one lurking, but it's very quiet. Hello, Anna. Hello. See, we got a hello. There um, we are. She just came for the beer uh, and the witty, charming sparkling conversation of Stephen Rowland's beer podcast. We'll rely on you for that one then. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> as little as I have, I probably have the most in the room. What are we talking about? Wh- sparkling, witty personality. Oh, right, okay. Uh, sorry, when you say that as little as I have, I just, my mind went somewhere else. Uh... Where was that? Yorkshire? <laughs> <laughs> no, your trousers. Uh, again. Uh, oh, yeah. Gary, Gary, control yourself in front of the public. All right, they, um, can't, they can't see me, Steve. Remember yeah. the nudity? Yes. Oh, you see, he's off again. <laughs> he's always talking about being nude. Like, it's, I don't know what Gary does at home, this... but I want you all to imagine it. This is why I don't leave you two on your own to do this. Yeah. <laughs> right, moving swiftly on. We have yonder brewing. We have yonder. Yonder. Here, yonder. We Here. have some yonder. Yonder. And this is Firm House Pale Ale, which is a 4% pale ale with wild fermentation. Considering I bought this bottle, why is it I got the least in the glass? Because you're not... Oh, I was going to say, you're drinking quick. You've already took a swig, didn't you? Yeah, well, not that big yeah. swig. You've got a massive mouth. And, and how have my previous several beers that you've been drinking while I've been away? I've been tasty. Well, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag. Some, uh, I think there was one maybe that I wasn't super keen on. Mm. But, uh, the rest have been good. We had, we had, I think we had, we had a record uh, score from Gary. I think I gave one nine. Mm, wow, um, that was so much enthusiasm. Yeah. Was it German? I don't think it was. No. Oh, nine! Nine! Last nine! You mm. definitely enjoyed last week's. Yeah, I think it was an eight last week. The wiper and true one, I wasn't super keen. On. Yeah. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Yes. If you want, you can, if you want to experience the joy of high scores, please play previous episode. Yes, indeed. So this is. Uh, Do you know anything about Yonder? So Yonder was started pretty recently, and they met at Wild Beer Company. They're based in the Mendip Hills, so down south. Um, and basically, they met at Wild, and they were very much in that kind of wild beer, obviously specialised in doing interesting, unusual beers, a fair amount of wild fermentation. I believe Wild mostly wild mostly use uh, a type of yeast they get from cider apples that they kind of from cultured from cider apples around them. Mm. Um, so yes, they're very yonder brewers are very much into the same kind of thing, using local ingredients uh, and doing this. Uh, this is like their easy drinking pale ale, the standard, their safe option, I guess. Yeah. Um, they have done quite a lot of other stuff with added ingredients. My personal favourite is their green gauge and thyme beer, which though is very tasty. That sounds like a combination that shouldn't work. Mm. But it did. It was really good. Um, 
so their beers are all uh, spontaneously fermented stuff. Most of it's got stuff thrown into it, but they say this is their pale ale, which is their kind of their farmhouse pale, farmhouse. So, would you like to explain to the lovely people at home, Roland, what a farmhouse pale is? It's a, a pale ale brewed on a farmhouse. You seem intent on destroying this bottle. You can't so, see what's going on here, but Steve's trying to peel the label off. Yeah. So more uh, often than not, farmhouse is used to mean they've used some kind of mixed fermentation, different types of yeast, not a clean one. They're not trying to keep the flavours from the yeast clean. They're trying to get some funky flavours in there from Britannomyces or from other wild yeast types. Um, but it's a pretty open term. Yeah. You can You can... Jenny did it. And there are, I was being slightly facetious, but there are people in America who push very much on the, if you're not a farmhouse brewing on a, in the farm or in that kind of environment, if you're brewing in a city and you're just putting some yeast in there that you bought from a lab, yeah. are you making a farmhouse beer? Like, for them, like, there's maybe an argument, if you want to brew a farmhouse beer, it means you've got to have yeast that you've cultivated from a wild source yourself, not ones you've just bought from a lab to add a bit of funky character to it. So what if you own a farm, but you brew it in an urban set? If you, I think it's more to do with how you're sourcing it. If you've got yeah. urban farm, I think you can still get away with farmhouse as long as you're actually like go outside and got some wild yeast. So, for example, the, the brewery in uh, Cantillon, very famous Lambic brewer, is actually pretty close into the city. They're in a fairly urban environment to see things go, but they, they use the natural yeast that's in the air of, around them to get the, get the flavours that they get. Honestly, I'm just trying to provoke our American listener. If we have one. So. Uh, no. We've only got one listener and I'm pretty sure he's not American. Yeah. Yeah, we've got at if least, I'm wrong, let us know. We've got at least two. I'm sure we've met two. Yeah, I get, I, I get occasional uh, messages and uh, comments. So there are people listening, but I think we've been really used to help people sleep uh, more than anything else, particularly when Roland talks. I lose the will to live sometimes. It's uh, Maybe it could be the on-hold thing for the Samaritans. <laughs> <laughs> listen to Stephen Rowland's beer podcast while on hold. I'm not sure that's such a good idea. No? Uh, <laughs> they're supposed to help people. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe it helps them make the decision. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to get some abuse for that. You're going to get some... Uh, that's fine, I'm uh, used to it. Um, he deserves it too. Yeah. What about the firm house? What are you thinking about the beer? About the beer? So for me, I'm, you know how I like a bottle to tell me what's in it? Yeah. And you look at it and it's kind of like pale in very big letters. And the farmhouse bit is in smaller letters. So yeah. because I'm fairly stupid, uh, I look for the big letters. And, not, and also my eyes are really bad. So if I'm looking at a bottle fridge, I think, oh, pale. And for me, this is kind of bordering into almost a sour a little. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. It's got that yeah. funky, funky sour edge to it. Yeah, now, if I saw the pale in the bottle fridge, I'm like, yeah, I'll try that. And then I got it, and I was looking for a pail, and I got a sour. I might be a little unhappy. Okay. I mean, you could just ask him, though. Is that a, yeah, is that a pale I, ale? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think the farmhouse is... I am is... very embarrassed and flustered when I'm at the bar. I'm also normally quite drunk, so I don't really want it's... to talk to the bar person. I'm fighting off my fans and <laughs> hiding from the paparazzi. Okay, well, this is never an issue I've experienced. No, the I'm... eyesight and the, the paparazzi. Uh... <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, new for me too, but we'll, uh... we'll see how it goes. Um, I will say, this is a different branding for Yonder than that other stuff. Yeah. The other stuff's got, I think, rather than the artwork to it. And this one, I find, looks a little bit more like uh, Wild Beer in that having that clear, a lot of clear glass there. 
Um, not unpleasant, but I, I particularly like their other artwork. Um, the beer itself, I think, is... Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think if you marketed it more as a sour than as a pale, I might be a little bit more inclined. I know that Farmhouse does mean that different style of pale. I mean, I am aware of that, but... I still think it is a little bit more towards the sour than a, than a pale for me, from what my expectations would be. I must and admit, I, I'm, I'm finding it better as it's actually warmed up as how well. How would you like, know yeah. you drank it in one gulp? Alcoholic drunk. And as it was warm, like when it when we first had it when it was cold, it was quite funky, but as it warmed up, you get more juicy flavours coming through, yep. I've been noticing, so um, I'm enjoying it. It's different, definitely oh. different. Yeah, I like it. If my preference, an odd one here, actually, I wouldn't mind a little bit more strength to the beer. Yep. At 4%, I could probably take another percent on that, and I think it would help balance out those funky flavours for me. And I'm the one being accused of being alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing, is, the thing with these farmhouse beers, they do tend to ferment fairly dry, so you've got, it usually a fairly light body. Um, and I think just with that, those funky flavours, I wouldn't mind a little bit more. Mm. I think well, that's I, a little picky I'm, I still enjoy it I think it's no, very I also, nice I also think with a little bit more alcoholic would have slightly less of that thinness of a sour as well which kind of adds towards the way that I feel it's leaning mm. um, I, and I do think a little bit more texture and a little bit more depth would improve the beer I'm saying that it is refreshing to see a 4% um, craft beer yep 4% well, the phone didn't ring when I said it that time I wonder if it's broken it is I unplugged it ah right yeah um, so now, I mean, yeah, you should go first, Roland. I'm, okay. I'm intrigued to hear what you say, so I can contradict you. Absolutely, I think this is a very solid beer. I think it's really good to see somebody brewing a wild fermentation farmhouse type beer that is designed to be something that lots of people can drink a few of as a sessiony kind of thing, rather than trying to be too out there at the beginning. Uh, I think. It's, I say, I wouldn't mind a little bit more body and strength to it, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, I'm happily drink more of it, and I know I'm going to go back and drink more from yonder because I like it. Uh, so for me, it's going to be an eight. Right. Go on, Gary, you yeah. can go next. Okay. I like um, to have the last word, you see. Yeah. Will you have the last word, or will the silent partner have the last word? Mm. I wonder. I wonder. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying this. Like I, as I say, it's it's grown on me as it's warmed up. I'm not super keen on the over overly funky beers generally, but the, those funk flavours have sort of died down and it's become a lot more juicy as as it's warmed up. Um, I'd be curious to see some of their other stuff. Like I haven't, I haven't actually come across Yonder before. I've never had any of their beers. So, uh, on the basis of that, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, I find it difficult to disagree. I think it is, uh, it, it definitely could in, be improved with a little bit more al like alcohol ABV to it, just to give it that little bit more body and mouthfeel. On saying that, it, kind of really very cider apple-y kind of sharpness to it that would probably be lost with that. So uh, I'm going to split the difference and I'm going to go seven and a half. Well, you better drink up and shut up then. Because you're, you're already done.